Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Bringing in the Sheaves. Imagine this, two 300-pound bucks standing at opposite ends of a forest clearing. The foot-long points on the enormous rack of horns sharpened to a needle-sharp point. They glare at each other for several minutes, then lower their heads and charge at each other at top speed. There is a massive crash. The ground practically shakes from the smashing impact of the antlers against antlers. 
normally. The deers continue to charge and crash, and the one gives up and goes away. But frequently, there is no winner. In fact, both turn out to be losers. What happens is that their antlers become solidly mashed from the force of their collisions, and neither buck is able to break it. The result is death from starvation or exertion. Although this is a frequent occurrence, very few people have ever really seen two bucks locked in this way while they're still alive. Several years ago, near Howard, Colorado, a rancher and his son were out riding through the backwoods when they noticed movement in the clearing. Riding closer, they saw two big bucks locked together but still alive. Realizing that death was certain for the deer unless help was given, the men decided to try to free them. This was a dangerous job. Those sharp antlers and hoofs could cut a man open with one swipe. One deer had lost strength faster than the other and was down on the ground panting. The men took some heavy aspen sticks, moved in behind the downed buck, attempting to insert the logs in the locked antlers. But before they could get enough leverage to pry the antlers loose, the tired buck suddenly jumped up, kicking, squirming, and slashing. The men leaped back to safety. When the tired buck laid quietly again, they decided to try again. Slowly, they approached the deer. But just as they were ready to try again, like a bolt, the deer was up again. This went on all morning until the men were almost as tired as the deer. Just as they would be ready to free the deer, they would have to retreat. Then when the deer were ready to give up, the ranchers worked their logs squarely between the sets of antlers and pried the bucks apart with one well-coordinated heave. With some skillful and speedy footwork, they were able to avoid his great antlers. Then the second deer ran off as well. The men sighed with relief and satisfaction with their accomplishment. They had saved two deer from certain death. This is a good picture of what the Bible identifies as the problem of every man, woman, and child. All are sinners locked into sin. And just as the bucks were joined together, the Bible tells us the wages of sin is death. And just as the two bucks would have died with their antlers locked together, we cannot save ourselves from the grip of sin. We need someone to help us out of our distress. And God has provided the way of escape through the Lord Jesus Christ. It is a gift. Receive it today. Listen now as Bill Burkett, Larry Grable, Dave Kephart, and John Harris sing this beautiful song, One Day Too Late. I never thought I'd see the day When you come to kneel and pray I never thought that I would see the church has filled to capacity and outside the door there's more who have never come before oh what a shame that Jesus came one day before 
presented each Sunday at this same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45 we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as Jeremy Hetrick plays for us the piano this beautiful song entitled A Shield About Me.
Have you ever noticed how the theme of be strong in the Lord runs through many of her well-beloved hymns? Hymns like Hold the Fort, Onward Christian Soldiers, Faith of Our Fathers, and many other reflect the personal experience of the authors and their desire to motivate believers to militant Christian living. We, living in the 21st century, are not aware of the actual persecution that John and Charles Wesley went through. The Methodist Church was born amid strong opposition. The song written by Charles Wesley, Soldier of the Cross Arrives, was believed to have been written in 1743, shortly after a mob dragged him about, determined to kill him. Every verse at him is a great commentary on the phrase, Be strong in the Lord. Isaac Watts was another who wrote his songs against the background of persecution and suffering. His father was jailed several times and banished for Christian convictions. Isaac himself was prevented entrance in the college because he was independent or a dissenter and all his life was filled with intense suffering. His great strength as a trusting believer is revealed in his song, O God, our help in ages past. Martin Luther's, A Mighty Fortress is Our Lord, which was German's national anthem, reveals his fortitude with which he withstood popes and kings. In 1870, P.B. Bliss, inspired by the message of General Sherman to his men in the Civil War, wrote the words for, Hold the fort, for I am coming. Inspired by his preacher's friend's last words as he was dying, tell my people to stand up for Jesus. George Duffield wrote the words for, Stand up for Jesus. These and many more of our great hymns emphasize us the need to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. This source of strength is only for the believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. Each day we experience the power that can be ours through the blood of Christ. Listen now as John Harris sings this beautiful song entitled, I've Been Changed. in the blood of the Lamb. I've been changed from the creature that once I was, and redeemed is now my name. I've been changed, I've been newborn, all my life has been rearranged. What a difference it made when the Lord came and stayed in my heart. Oh yes, I've been changed Though my sins were as scarlet, they're white as snow I was bound, but today I am free I was lost in the darkness, but now am found I was blind, but now I see I've been changed, I've been newborn All my life has been rearranged What a difference it made when the Lord came and stayed in my heart Oh yes, I've been changed Like the poor Hebrew children, I wandered long 
in a bare desert land to and fro. But the light of the gospel shined in my heart. Now my joys, they overflow. When at last in His presence I stand above, He will wipe all my tears from my eyes. And I'll thank Him for giving a wretch like me lasting hope beyond the skies. I've been changed. I've been newborn, all my life has been rearranged. What a difference it made when the Lord came and stayed in my heart. Oh yes, I've been changed. What a difference it made when the Lord came and stayed in my heart. Oh yes, I've been changed. Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast, and this morning the topic of our Bible study is the life of Christ. Since March of 2021, we have been studying about the life of Christ during our Bible study portion of Joy in the Morning. Areas of study have included dealing with his birth, incarnation, God manifested in human flesh, John chapter 1, verse 1, John chapter 1, verse 14. His first coming, the difference between the political and religious groups of the Herodians, the Sadducees, the Pharisees, the earthly ministry of Christ. His earthly ministry was directed toward the lost sheep of the house of Israel. There are only two times when he talked directly with a Gentile. That's a Roman centurion found in Matthew chapter 8, verses 5 to verse 13, and the Syrophoenician woman, Mark chapter 7, verses 24 to verse 30. Matthew chapter 10, verse 5 and 6. These twelve Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles, and into any city of the Samaritans enter ye not, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. His parables. His seven mystery parables found in Matthew 13, the parable of the sower, wheat and tares, the mustard seed, the leaven, the hid treasure, the pearl of great price, the dragnet, the miracles, the raising of Lazarus, John chapter 11, walking on water, the seven miracles as recorded in the Gospel of John, John chapter 20, verses 30 and 31, and many other signs truly to Jesus in the presence of his disciples which are not written in this book. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that that believing you might have life through his name. John chapter 21, verse 25. And there are many other things which Jesus did, the which, if they should be written every one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. The Sermon on the Mount. The Olivet Discourse, Matthew 24, 25, and actually in the 26, verses 1 and verse 2. Matthew 25, you have the kingdom of heaven, not the church. He's not talking about the church. The kingdom of heaven is likened unto the ten virgins, the men traveling. 
Matthew 25, verse 31, you have the second coming of Christ. You have this sheep, goat, nation, judgment. That, that is not the judgment seat of Christ, the reward seat for believers found in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. This is why, again, we stress and emphasize the issue of an understanding, 2 Timothy 2.15, about rightly dividing the word of truth. When the Lord Jesus Christ gave his Olivet Discourse, Matthew 24 and 25, he had just two days Two days away from being crucified on the cross. Matthew 26, verses 1 and verse 2. And it came to pass that when Jesus had finished all these sayings, the Olivet Discourse, Matthew 24 and 25, He said unto His disciples, You know that after two days is the feast of the Passover, and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. We need to understand that the Lord Jesus Christ told his disciples about his death, his burial, his resurrection, and they did not understand this. Luke chapter 9, verse 44 and 45. Let these things sink down into your ears, for the Son of Man shall be delivered into the hands of men. But they understood not this saying, and it was hid from them. They perceived it not, and they feared to ask him of that saying. And you can see this also in Mark chapter number 9, verse 31 and 32. And yet today, in the dispensation of God's grace, the very essence of the gospel is his death, his burial, and resurrection. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 3 and verse 4. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the Scriptures. The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ today is his death, his burial, and resurrection, and by simple faith and trust in it, acknowledging that we're sinners, God saves us. He saves us at that point in time, and then throughout all eternity. We will be continuing this study in the life of Christ. We're going to be studying the topics dealing with the betrayal by Judas. His six trials, three civil, three religious trials. The false witnesses that came to falsely testify of Christ and what he said. Ultimately, his death on the cross, his seven sayings from the cross. But those things are not the last sayings that he ever said because he was, he was resurrected. His burial, being guarded Look, look at the hypocrisy. That, remember, the Pharisees, the chief priests, remembered his words about the three days. We'll talk about that. His bodily resurrection. His teachings for 40 days. Acts chapter 1, verse 3. Look at what he taught for 40 days. It was concerning the kingdom, not about the church, the body of Christ. We need to understand God's word. We need to be biblically correct. And then his so-called great commission and then ultimately his ascension to heaven. So these are areas that we're going to continue to be looking at. If you have any questions about our study, or any other questions or Bible verse that you would like studied in light of the Word of God, rightly divided, please contact Pastor Stewart at the Altoona Bible Church. The church's phone number is area code 814-942-2131, or you can email me at altoonabible at altoonabible.org. It is so important as Christians that we understand God's Word, that we are biblically correct concerning the Word of God. That's why we believe and teach in the Word of God and it rightly divided. 
you never trust the Lord Jesus Christ, Romans chapter 5, verse 1 says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we, not the world, we, believers, have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's a peace that you cannot make. It's a peace that God gives you upon salvation. If you've never trusted Him, you need to trust Him right now, right where you're at, before it is eternally too late. been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus is my name.